everyone, welcome to episode six. We are back at it again. We're finally back together after two weeks. We already forgot how to record, <laughs> and we've been here for an hour. None of this has been recorded yet. So, how did you learn English from the start? Talk about it from the start. So, I was in my hometown till like fourth grade,、mm-hmm. and then back then we didn't learn much English in my hometown.、Mm-hmm. And then so then I transferred to a private school in Beijing, and then、mm-hmm. they were super advanced.、Mm-hmm. So when I、uh, got to the class, I had a terrible homesick because it was a boarding school. And the English class did not make it easy because I had no idea what they were talking about. They already remember so many vocabularies and everything, and I just had no clue whatsoever. So elementary school was hell for me for English. Like I had to catch up constantly, you know, trying to memorize more words than other other kids in the class, and constantly needing help. But then in middle school, I went back to my hometown, and I became the best in my class. <laughs> And then, so I had the best English teacher when I was in junior high school. She gave us really good basics, and then so my basic grammar and like basic understanding of English was built very on a really good foundation. And then, so later on, when I came to U.S., everything was easier. How about you? How was your background? So, in my experience, I didn't get to go to Beijing like you did. So I stayed in my hometown, but the school I went to, it was a pretty good school. It was one of the top school, maybe the best school in my city. So we got English education from first grade. But I think back then, even though the class started, there was not really a knowledge of oh, this is the second language that I'm learning, and this is how it goes. Not really. I think I was just pretty much. Mimicking what the teacher wanted to sound like, and then I got into this English class for how do you say those in English where you have to go outside of your class and take more classes? Oh, like after school. Yeah, so after <clears throat> school class, and it was a teacher who knew my Chinese teacher, so she took some of. Couple of students from our class and couple from other classes, and after school we'll go to her classroom for English. So when I I did that, so that teacher I would say she kind of built up my foundation a little bit. I would say so that's when I got my English name Danny. So、mm-hmm. she was the one that say everybody needs to choose a name just so it's easier to do so. When we are calling you in the class, that we're not just calling your Chinese name. That's when I picked between Jenny and Danny, and I chose Danny. <laughs> so after that, when I went to junior high, because we went to a hybrid class, it was called a hybrid class. So、mm-hmm. we had it was the top two classes in our grade. So we actually hired two foreign teachers. It's really funny because now we talking about it. There's a huge difference. For our class, we got an American style teacher,、mm, mm-hmm. and then the other class they got a British teacher.、Mm. So sometimes we make fun of them because one they sometimes meet each other in front of school and then walk into our class. You see a huge difference between them. So we will see. Chris, so his name is Chris for the American teacher. We see him with shorts, and then with、uh, sandals, t-shirt, walking、yeah. in because it's really hot in my city. But、yeah. on the other hand, you see on the other side, the other teacher is wearing a shirt, long pants, really just clean looking. Dressed up, yeah. Yeah, dressed up, and you see him wearing coats in the winter、yeah. and all that. It's just back then. We only knew oh, there's difference, but without maybe it's just personal difference. But now we know there's a, a geographic, <laughs> yeah, there's a yeah. geographic difference. So in that class, because when I was in middle school, because we had that extra class, I really thought my English was so good. But when we <laughs> went on to junior high, maybe I was too shy to talk to the foreigner. 
So when they asked me any questions, I just didn't know how to answer. Mm. And of course, there were other schools from there were classmates from other schools, and I just didn't think my English was that good anymore.、Um, but then it was only the first year. I think for some reason they had to cancel that class. So now we are taught by this Chinese teacher, so just a regular Chinese teacher for English, and I really don't think she she built up some of the foundation for me, but she did make a lot of examples for me in the future that I I tell myself not to go to. Just two examples. One. We used to do listening tests, right? So she will say a word. We have to either write it in English or write it in Chinese. The meaning of it. So she will say, "Okay, tell me the meaning of nineteen." And then we write it down and in Chinese, and then and then we go on with other words. And then again, she says, "Tell me the meaning of nineteen." And we said, "No, we just tested this word." And she said, "No, the first time I said it was nineteen, and the second time I said." Is nineteen, so there's no difference. <laughs> and then we were so confused. We we're like, "There's no difference." And then she said, "How can you not hear the difference? It's nineteen versus nineteen." And then finally, <laughs> finally, somebody asked her to say the Chinese name, and we'll write it in English. And then so she says, "The first time I asked you guys to translate, 十九 Which is nineteen. The second time I asked you guys to translate, 九十 which is ninety. Uh huh. I always remember, and I tell myself, there's a huge difference between nineteen and ninety. Never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also another one is a couple of words that I remember how to spell very clearly. Not because oh I'm just genius at those words. It was because the pronunciation of my teacher. For example, library. This is how my English teacher sounded like. She taught us library sounds like libelly. <laughs> so she pretty much broke down each letter. So I never forgot how to spell that. Libelly. Yeah, libelly. Right? How can you misspell that? So thanks to that, also,、um, I try to break down the other words just like that, so I can remember、uh, the words. So I guess she did. It was some kind of foundation there, and then I came to the states and found out that English <laughs> that I got from China was not very compatible. <laughs> Do you remember what textbook you used? Was it American version or is English version? Like British English or American English? British English. Yeah. See, like mine. I think mine was too. Actually, I think I had mixed, cause I、mm-hmm. transfer schools a lot. So I think I、yeah. had a British version and American version. That's why I was always really confused with English when I was younger. No, like, I was like, why?、Yeah. Why is there so many different pers- pronunciations? Why is there so many different type of spellings? And then exactly, I just, I just always thought English was the hardest thing. Hardest. I never <laughs> understood. I was like, why? Like, why do you have different tenses? Why can't you just put a time、mm. on it and make it, you know, make it all the same?、Yeah. Why is there different conjugations and stuff? Because we don't have that in Chinese. And、exactly. in my mind, I have spent a long time when I was learning English trying to figure out why did they create this language like this. <laughs> yeah, I think the huge difference between our language, of course, there are tons of differences, right? But the hard, the tough thing for us to learn English is that. They don't have as many words or configurations, so、yeah. you have to use what's there to make up what's going on. So you have to change tenses for past and the future. You have to do that, but for Chinese, you don't. There's always a word or there's always a sentence for that, so you just plug in. So the toughest for the people to learn English, Chinese is that they have to memorize so 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 many words. Yeah, that's true. You have to and, memorize way more vocabularies than you do for English. Exactly, and but then if somebody gets the gist of okay, if I remember all these, I can just pretty much put them together and form a 
from a sentence,、yes. it's normally not gonna be not gonna be wrong. Yeah, so it's easier to make a mistake in English. Well, we think so. It's because that's our second language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, now that I can speak it, compared to Chinese, it's it's harder for them to grasp a lot of things. It's more we have more history behind it. I think exactly. English is simple. Itself, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So But we have、English、so many slangs. <laughs> exactly. So I think this language because it's also younger. So They use a lot of slangs and things like that, and but for us, we build our slangs on top of all the things that we、yeah. had, and we we twist it, and then so, so the, it's even harder because now you're gonna pronounce this word, but in our slang, in the newer, younger people's slang, it's gonna sound, it's gonna mean very different things. Yeah. So, what kind of difficulties did you face? I would say, especially after you came here, because I guess in China we don't really have to talk about that. I talk about one time that was like talking on the phone with my host mom is really difficult.、Um, mm. It's harder to understand. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I always get really nervous when I have to talk to somebody on the phone, and then that was in the beginning though. Yeah, and another thing very difficult is reading. I <laughs>、mm. like yeah. understanding. I, I think. You know, when you're constantly in school, right? You're constantly reading text materials, right?、Mm-hmm. But then in life, you have so much more reading, like advertisements、yeah. or understanding. Like you search something, trying to research something on a certain topic, you have to understand the technical terms on certain subjects,、mm-hmm. right? But those vocabularies you don't learn in school. Then, so you open the website, you realize you don't understand a thing that it's saying. And、yep. just a side note: Did you take the TOEFL? Yes. Okay. So there's this test called TOEFL. Maybe everybody knows by now, but it's a test that everyone will have to pass in order to get to a higher level for foreigners. That、right. they have to take and pass it in order to get admission for college, and they they will look at those numbers in order、uh, to decide whether they want you or not. What was your strong? There's how many components? Four. There? There's okay. So listening, reading, speaking, and writing.、Mm-hmm. Which part was your strongest, and which part was your weak, weakest? Do you remember? Uh, let me think. I think my strongest was um, listening and speaking. Yeah, my worst is reading. I could never finish the whole paragraph. So, like, it asked. Like,、mm. So basically, you have to read this whole paragraph, and not like,、mm-hmm. like several paragraphs, right? And then you have to answer、yeah. questions on the bottom.、Yes. I can never finish it. So <laughs> instead of reading the whole thing and answering questions, I read all the questions first, and then I go back and read and trying to look for those answers. But still, that was my worst part. I, I, you know what? It'd be interesting if we take a TOEFL right now. You think we'll, will you pass it? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> It's a pretty well, hard test. For me, it was the reading part also, because back then、mm. I think we just didn't read enough material to really get the、mm. gist of how to understand a sentence in a in a reading material. But now it's gonna be hard because I talk more in English. So in the speaking part, they only give you thirty seconds to talk.、Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna get to the point. <laughs> So that's why we have to edit out so much in our podcast because I talk so much and I don't talk to the point. So that's gonna be a problem for me when I take the test again because I don't get to the point fast enough.、Mm. Yeah, I think listening, I will pretty much pass, and I'm pretty sure, and I hope that my reading part is gonna score better than before. Otherwise, <laughs> we've been here thirteen years. Okay, we gotta have some kind of improvement. We should take a test together. Well, you know what? If it's free, I would, but it's hell expensive. It is pretty two hundred something dollars, I think. How about on our twentieth anniversary of being U U S? Then we'll we'll take a test. I think by then that that it shouldn't be too much for us. I think it will be pretty. Remember, we will not remember. <laughs> we have to say okay. Either we take it at the end of this year or something like that because. We ain't gonna remember five years later. <laughs> oh, remember the time where we said we're gonna take the TOEFL together? 
Yeah. Well, if we if we have enough people, you know, we can ask all our friends who are still here to do it together. It'll be, be so interesting. Yeah. It'll yeah, be fun. it'll be fun. It'll be fun to do that. But we gotta we gotta come up with some kind of funding so people don't have to pay. Otherwise, I don't yeah. think they will. They want to. <laughs> I know. But it would be interesting though. I wouldn't. I would want to know if I would have passed until four or not. <laughs> right. Exactly. You never know. You never know. So, what was the difficulties? I think making friends, talking to native people,、mm. and it's like they don't have the confidence. You just feel like whatever you say is wrong. Oh, and also, I will always double check my text messages. Like you know, let's say that.、Oh. Yeah. Let's say I have to reply in English, right? Like、mm-hmm. after I write it, like just carefully write it, right? And I always copy it and paste into translator, make sure that I'm saying exactly,、really? <laughs> make sure I'm saying exactly what I want to say, and then send it. Um. Oh,、uh, like I think even till today, I still have difficulties. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, like sometimes I just want to double check that I have the right. Words or write grammar that you know want to, especially if I'm sending a professional or something, you know. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Just I don't know. I'm just not confident. You know, like when we speak our native language, even if we know we're saying it wrong, we're still saying it confidently. You know, it's just because <laughs> <laughs> you know that the other person is gonna understand you. But、mm-hmm. I feel like when you are speaking second language, you're just constantly doubting yourself because. You, You're not natural with it, you know. Regardless how long you've been here and stuff, I just still feel like I'm not perfect. Even Chinese, I'm not perfect, but then I don't feel that way, you know. I still confidently be inconfident. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you should feel for English, because when if you didn't say, I wouldn't know. Yeah, but when I was in the military, people picked on me a lot because,、oh, really? yeah. Like certain little things that you know, oh, they would say, oh, it's so cute that you talk this way. But to me, it's like, yeah, oh like no,、yeah. no, like I don't feel like I'm being cute. Especially yeah, they、exactly. point out, like,、uh, I would put the in the wrong places all the time. Oh,、And、okay. Yeah, or like、um, he or she, I still get mixed up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, a huge thing. What else? Yeah, just and then when I get really nervous, I forget about、mm. English. Makes sense My, anymore? It doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah, it doesn't even sound right. And sometimes I like in, Chinese will come out. <laughs> <laughs> I know that when I'm drunk. Yeah, I, I don't know if、I'm、people、drunk. can understand me because then I start to slur words and then I just I don't open my mouth and I'm I'm pretty sure when I'm drunk people can understand me. But I I get what you're saying. I, I understand when especially when people say, "Oh, it's cute," but it really. I don't know if they really feel that we're cute. If let's say if a native speaker says, if your native speaker makes that mistake, would they say, would they say, oh, it's so cute that you made that mistake? Probably not. That? I don't think so. Yeah. So for us, at least when I hear that, I don't think I was cute at all. The only thing I felt is, oh, thank you for pointing out my mistake. Yeah,、okay. I I like when people tell me that hey, you're not supposed to say like this. I、mm-hmm. like people correcting me because I feel、yeah. like I can get better. Because if nobody corrects me, I'll always say it wrong, right? Like you say, nobody's perfect. We wanna get better and better every day with our speaking. So no problem. Just don't sugarcoat it as oh, that's so cute. No, no, we never. It's not <laughs> cute. Okay. <laughs> When I speak Korean, a lot of people say, "Oh, it's so cute," but they don't say it because I said something wrong. It's just they think it's cute when somebody's speaking their language, and they know, yeah, because、yeah. I sound like a foreigner, so that's、yeah. why it's cute to them. And that I can accept because, okay,、yeah. fine. When I when I hear people speaking Chinese and they're really trying, I think they're cute too. Yeah. But just yeah, just stop sugarcoating anyone who's. Speaking、yeah. English as a second language, say, "Oh, it was cute," because we will never feel cute in our heart. <laughs> <laughs> so, what kind of difficulties did you face? Reading, definitely. Yeah. And I'm sure there was a lot, but I think it, it's been so long now. I tried not to think about it. <laughs> Do you have、I、any think... difficulties right now? Yes. 
when I encounter professional situations, I always wish that I know how to talk more professionally. Nice, sophisticated, like words. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And especially on email. Maybe mm. in speaking, I can still mimic maybe the person next to me or something like that. But email, yeah, I would say email is definitely my my biggest fear right now. I just, mm. I, I personally hate emailing already. I hate any of the non-face-to-face communication. And the thing is, you know what? I can't do it in Chinese either because I don't know how to talk, how to email professionally in Chinese either. Yeah, me either. My mom wrote something for the embassy to request mm-hmm. some form, whatever. She wrote it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I read it and I was like, oh my God, I know what she's talking about. I was like, this is yeah. completely foreign for me. You know, I have exactly. no idea how to talk like that. Exactly. And- yeah. So I would say writing email is definitely just my biggest fear. So I try to, if I can copy and paste an email, I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't have to put my own words, but sometimes because I have a friend, I always go to her to ask her about an opinion. And then she catch that. She catch that I don't want to do it myself. So sometimes then she just say, okay, you clock something out and send it to me. And then I'll tell you if this sound okay or not. And then I said, ah, she caught me. She, she, she caught knows me, you don't want to do. <laughs> exactly. But I think it helps. Um, yeah, but that's really, I think speaking wise, okay, I really tried my hardest to mimic and to learn how to speak like a native speaker. So when I tell people about my journey to learning English, it's a really systematic and I work really hard. I maybe, I always, I think I can always proud to say that, okay, I really tried my best to learn mm, this language. Wow. Yeah, because, I know that you, you did mm-hmm. say that you tried really hard to get rid of the accent, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I just didn't, it wasn't that I was, it wasn't that I was, ashamed of my accent it was just that because in high school there were people laughed at my accent Mm. so I think I talked about it in the other episode so I didn't really like it and Mm -hmm. so I wanted to get rid of it because I don't want people to see me as something that's so different than them Mm. and so I tried my hardest to do that that's interesting because I never really tried to get rid of my accent I think it's because Mm -hmm. I just talked a lot (laughs) Yeah, yeah. With my host yeah, family. Yeah, because I didn't and talk, and, and I needed something to make myself talk. Remember we joined the play? Yeah. Yeah, we joined You were the actually play. part of the play. Yeah, because I intentionally wanted to do that. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to know, okay, how, what are the ways that's going to force me to talk in English? Wow. And so I auditioned for the play... And then I don't think I got it because because of my English. I think it was because I could sing and they needed someone who plays the piano, which I did. So mm-hmm. I got the part. And so that was kind of my first thing of practicing English. And that play really helped because I remember somebody talk to me and say, wow, now I know how your voice sounds like. Because wow. before that, I wouldn't even try to speak even though I didn't think that but I guess I really didn't talk much that people just don't recognize my voice before that yeah so that play was the first thing and then I tried to I tried to sit with American students um I was a fan of the basketball team so I always tried to sit with them during lunch and when I got to my host family this the second year I got to my host family, they really practiced with me every night. I would read. They have something for me to read, either the school material or they will find something else for me to read. It was a long progress. Okay, we did it for two years from the time where the first time I read it, it took me an hour to read one paragraph, mm-hmm. and I had to ask my host that almost every single word how it was gonna pronounce in that paragraph yeah and besides is the 
yeah. as us. And besides those words, and to the point where in an hour I was able to read the whole chapter. Wow. And then and then my because my host parents are always re- really encouraging, and they will say, "Yeah, good job, Danny. You really did it. Look at how different difficult it was in the beginning." And of course, it was not the easiest process. I was I fell asleep during <laughs> my reading before. I would read, I start reading and then I'll fall asleep. And then I wouldn't even know because I thought I would consciously, I thought I was reading, still keep reading, but I was not anymore. And then all of a sudden my host dad will say, Danny, do you know where you are? And then all of a sudden I open my eyes. I don't, I don't have a, I don't have any idea what I, where I was. And he just laughed. He's like, you, did you fall asleep? And I said, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> and I totally did. And then there was some some point where we both fell asleep. And then we both woke up like, okay, where was I? He says, I don't know either. I didn't follow. I couldn't follow anymore. So it was a really, oh, it was so a weird. progress. that's so cute though yeah i always thought that was such a good idea i remember um talking about it when we're in high school that your host dad did that with you i'm just like oh my god it's so nice of them so much patience oh my god i I can't imagine i know yeah it's just sometimes it's so cute to see when he's falling asleep just listening (laughs) (laughs) because because our set time is an hour yeah. And so we're going to read for an hour and then it's just so cute. And he's, and he just did it for me every single day, every wow. single day after, after dinner, we'll read something. And I always, I think for someone who's more introverted mm-hmm. for learning a language, cause I'm not technically an introvert, but I think for language wise, because I'm so shy of speaking, mm-hmm. then you will never get better than my advice is to read books out loud. Mm-hmm. So sometimes yeah. I still do it now because sometimes mm-hmm. maybe when I go back home, because mm-hmm. I remember my roommate will say they can clearly know how that I went back to China for a break because yes. for three months, it's just three months and I came back and they say, you are a totally different Danny now. <laughs> you are... <laughs> It seems that you have forgotten the language of English. And then I will start reading out loud again so I can pick up the gist again. And I feel like that's the that's the way to go for any of the languages that you want to learn. I do that for Korean. But of course, you have to learn to read first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess that's the thing. And Chinese is like that too because I forget about Chinese. Yeah, me too. And so I will pick up something and read out loud. I mean, it's a sh- it's shameful at times, but I think that's literally the best thing you can do. If you know how to read that language, just read it out loud. Yeah, I think that's a great advice. And uh, for me, it was, um, I remember the year before I wasn't coming to U.S., my cousin went mm-hmm. back with his best friend and then mm-hmm. his name is Danny too <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah and then I remember uh I was listening to um English music and then mm-hmm. they were just really encouraging me they were telling me all type of music and stuff to listen to they say oh, if you want to learn the language you gotta learn through music and that always helped me so I will always listen to music and trying to read the lyrics mm-hmm. along that's with good, it because that's usually the hardest part because even yeah yeah, I mean, even now it's still hard, but then that's what helped me at the time to like, you know, it's more interesting. You know, it was way more interesting than a book, at least to me. And it was more, <laughs> way more interesting than like, like you know, random vocabularies have no content whatsoever. I would learn the lyrics, you know, I want to know what they're saying. And then so I started mm. like uh, figuring out, trying to translate the lyrics and then mimicking speaking it, you know, singing it. So, so is that what you will advise people to do if they're trying to learn another language is to listen to lyrics? I would say go with your interest, you know? Mm. Let's say for you, reading was okay. Maybe it was boring, mm-hmm. but it was it was working for you, right? For me, mm-hmm. it was it was uh, uh, music and also talking to 
my host family and also to you guys actually i remember i was i would uh only talk in english even with my chinese friends and that also helped a lot and writing yes write journals mm-hmm. you know like if you just only know how to write basic sentences like i went to school today and yeah. i what well, i i ate sandwiches for lunch and you know stuff like that you start with small things and then you will realize you want to write more and you will go look for those vocabularies yourself it's way more you're being active and proactive on learning rather than mm. you know just forced you know from school or you know from wherever is you actually have the interest of doing doing it so digging into your interest it's always the best way to learn anything really i would say at the beginning i was half forced to read the books but because i saw how it made sense to me and it worked mm-hmm. then i just kept going because at the beginning it was just the hardest thing to do i have a question actually i just thought about have you encountered some situation where have you gotten any feedback from your friends saying oh why is she speaking english and is she trying to be snobbish or things like oh uh not from my own friends no Mm. i don't think so like Mm um i think most people who i did with were really encouraging like George would force me to speak English. He would only mm. speak English to me at times. Mm. And uh, um, I only spoke English sometimes with uh, Kelly. I don't know if you remember Kelly or not. I was really close mm. with her on first year. And she was only there for one year. And then, uh, of course, she was already more advanced. And so mm. when we talk on the phone, we'll try to only speak English. I also did with Jenny because I can't understand yeah. Jenny's Chinese. <laughs> Yeah, because Jenny is from Macau, so she speaks Cantonese, yeah. and she she speaks broken Mandarin, and that's yeah. what Megan speaks. So <laughs> yeah, they, there's no communication no. <laughs> between we, them. We cannot Chinese. communicate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and even when I went back to China, my friends in China want me to speak English to them. Really? Yeah, because they want to practice too so they think it's a cool thing you know so i also did practice with them yeah so i always had pretty encouraging situations Mm. did you have negative encounters not a lot but i did have some friends and high school friends that they didn't Mm. understand why i would speak english Mm. and because like i say i actually intentionally sat with yeah, yeah. People. Yeah. So then, because it's always no, you only sit with your own, like from people from your country. So, so that was kind of the thing that they asked me why, why would you sit with those girls? And I remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. It was more of like I think they just thought I don't know. This is such a social thing, you know. It's like mm-hmm. we are, you know, a group of. Uh, Chinese people that we sit every day for lunch, right? And all of a sudden you start mm-hmm. doing something different. People will start judging you in the wrong way. You know, they just think that, oh, she's trying to get, she's trying to fit into, you know, American mm-hmm. people or, you know, they, they had that kind of. In the, in the negative. Yeah. In the, yeah. But that's yeah, just. So I've had, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I'm glad I'm not, I'm not, I'm glad my friends don't do that to me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I also filtered my friends out. So yeah. Now, um, but even at the beginning, my boyfriend couldn't understand why I would be talking in English with these friends because he was definitely in the group, in the Chinese group. Oh, so okay. that's what he's used to, and at least that's the image that they always will present is that oh if mm. somebody is trying to speak in, speak english with you it's because they're tr- trying to show off oh yeah well then so. now he should know that the reason why we speak english is because we can't express in chinese <laughs> <laughs> yeah he he knows that now and so now he he understands and he supports that but i think there are probably other people who has faced that problem when they're yeah. trying to 
because even even I've I've had people say you're just they really didn't understand why I was trying to get rid of my Chinese accent because at the time there was this huge thing that if you try to get rid of your accent it's because you're ashamed of your where you're from. Uh, and, and it was okay. Maybe you were not in the the social crowd anymore. No, but I, that was uh, how it was. Even though when I went to college, when I talked to some of the students in my college, that they just came as after graduating from high school, so mm-hmm. they would say, "Oh, why are you trying to fit? Why are you trying to change your identity?" And I said, mm-hmm. "Um." Let's not take it to that level because <laughs> <laughs> I'm still speaking Chinese. I can still do it. And, you know, I I don't know why you have to do it that way. And so, so it's very interesting how people see it that way. Um, yeah, I, it is. And so I have to tell people, say, no, I don't identify myself completely with my accent. And it doesn't... I think you should always strive to speak as native as you can. You know, it doesn't matter what language you learn. Yeah, like even later on, I learned uh, Spanish and Japanese. Mm -hmm. And then like, even with those languages, I still try not to have an accent. And then like, I try to mimic. You try, you should supposed to. You're supposed to mimic as close as you can, you know, rather than just speak however you want. You know, you're supposed to speak it correctly. Exactly. So I think that's, the reason, I, but I think back then, it was just this really bad yeah. atmosphere there. So that's why when I, I had, so I feel like I had to do something. So I applied for an English tutor job mm. at my college. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. So so I became the English tutor for writing class yeah. for American students. <laughs> And so I, I still remember when they walked into the room and they saw me as their tutor. <laughs> they were not old, okay? They were young, young people. They're just, they were, it's first year of college. And when they saw this little Asian girl is going to teach them writing in English, <laughs> that was really proud. It was my proud moment. I can, I will always tell people I've taught american students how to write in english (laughs) (laughs) that is accomplishment right right yeah definitely i think i felt that accomplishment when i uh was in english class in college for writing was it english 101 or 102 or something like that yeah um i had the highest grade on my essays always my professor will always like you know, kind of praised me. I was like, oh my God, you know, mm-hmm. I know English is your second language, but like, I, you have the, you always have the highest grade for writing essays. And I was like, wow, yeah. like, like that right? makes me have so much confidence. Like, oh my God, like, at least I can do it. And not only I can do it, but I can actually do it better than people who exactly. were born raised here. And that just, ah, so much pride. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it wasn't really that people would take it onto a, level of oh I'm proud as a Chinese person no it was more just a personal level that I was proud because I've learned I've mastered this language to the point that now I'm better and I can teach the native speakers yeah I think anyone would feel proud and oh yeah definitely so I think that's definitely one of the moments that I really liked in my spark it was the sparkling moments of my yeah. English journeys. Was there some fun experiences that you've had? I had some embarrassing moments. <laughs> okay. We've all had, don't worry. Yeah, so I think it's a very classic embarrassing moment I had. It was mm-hmm. like the first year when I was here, I went to a lot of college parties with my cousin. Mm. And then uh, one party, uh, it was literally very big it was the first half year when i just got here so i barely spoke english so my english was very broken still so i can barely just say 
simple things, right? Anyway,、mm-hmm. so all my cousin's friends were really nice, and then there was a particular guy. Actually, we still sometimes talk till today. Oh, really?、Uh, yeah. So he's a Native American guy, right? And then、uh, I was. I don't know the... why you had to point it out, but okay. <laughs> Because it matters.、Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. It matters. So I was,、okay. uh, I was standing there, and then he approached me to start a conversation. I don't remember what he said, but I was trying to give a response, right? But then I was really nervous.、Mm-hmm. And then you know, in、mm-hmm. Chinese, there's a phrase when you don't know what you're gonna say, just like English. You say ah.、Uh. Uh. So in Chinese, it's <gasps> 哪个 Oh yeah, that. Yeah, it literally that. means that in Chinese. But then when you when you use it when、But、you say it, you don't don't say it that clear. I was like, yeah, you say it really fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, nigga, nigga, and then they、okay. just all start bust out laughing. Yeah, I remember. They were just all laughing so hard. My da- my cousin was、mm-hmm. dying laughing on the side. Oh my god, I would never forget that night. I still remember how how the air felt and then how <laughs> like how red my face got. It was so embarrassing. I had、of、no idea、course. what was going on.、Mm-hmm. They were just laughing and laughing and laughing. They didn't and tell you. Cu- they just started laughing. Yeah, they just started laughing, and then like I had、oh、no idea、god. what's going they were on. So and mean. then and then so my cousin were explaining to them why I was saying that. But I don't understand、uh, why they were laughing.、Oh, and then later、no. on, so later on, then my cousin told me that oh, that was actually a bad word. And then the 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 point that、uh, he was, you know, he's、mm-hmm. black. So like, you know,、mm-hmm. I was literally calling him the N word without、mm-hmm. really knowing I was doing so.、Yeah. Right? And then so so from that day on, I don't say not good anymore. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Really? So I think that's why even when I speak Chinese, I get like you know kind of just don't know what to do because I don't even use. Oh yeah. You, so you when、can. I don't know what to say, I just, uh, <laughs> you know, I just stuck. Yeah, yeah. You just say, oh, that's it.、Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Nega, naga, really, because the sound of it, it's so. It's so close, and I I remember I got some of that, and I think at one point I got so mad because I didn't want to throw away those words, but then I didn't want people to laugh at me like that anymore. So I say, hey, just don't do that anymore, because you guys know that I'm not trying to end where you. Yeah. I'm not trying to do that, but I'm probably these words probably gonna come out with my from my mouth at some point again. <laughs> just get over it, okay? Just get over it. We were so My, young.、Okay, so. I think I think it was because we were so all so young. So people around you、yeah. they just laugh at anything that, yeah. Yeah. You know, one thing is while you're learning a different language, and then somebody,、uh, when you encounter the situations like this, sometimes it's just、mm-hmm. encouraging. You know. Yes. Because you will feel very embarrassed, and once you feel embarrassed,、mm-hmm. you have you're less confident, right? And once you're less、yeah. confident, then you're Are less willing to try to speak it, yes. And then so that's just a vicious cycle goes on, and a lot of people don't speak is because they don't want to be embarrassed. And exactly, you really, yeah, you really have to get out of that fear in order to start speaking. Exactly, and that's how I tell my friends who wants to learn Chinese or they're learning Chinese. I usually just correct their mistake. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure people can take it if they can. Oh wow! But it's more you just gotta be straightforward. Don't. Yeah. That's why I was surprised that people still give you the eye these days because、um, I just feel like as a grown up adult that they should see a lot of things already that they shouldn't give you that eye anymore. But I guess. Yeah. Grown ups are not always grown ups, you know. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. We can make another whole episode about how grown ups are not grown ups. That's a good <laughs> topic, actually. Not, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Maybe we'll make an episode about that. I do have another question for you. Okay. Do you still seek to improve your English? Of course. 
so in writing, I still try to copy and paste somebody else and <laughs> just. <laughs> No, I always, I I guess I would never feel that I have, that I speak perfectly or I write perfectly in this language. So I will always, when I read, let's say if I read somebody else's email or I read something that I say, oh, this sentence is really good in structure wise, then I will try to use that. I will try to use it in my own. Mm-hmm. And speaking wise, I'm always constantly picking up the things that I say and picking up the mistakes I make and then tell myself, don't do it again, mm-hmm. especially for pre- presentation. Mm-hmm. You know how strict I am with that. Mm-hmm. I like when it's formal and all that. So when I, I always do this, it's my, it's my habit now. So I always take notes when I listen to other people's presentation. Mm. So in my notes, I, was, I always write, stop speak, stop saying, you know, <laughs> stop saying, stop saying, uh, stop saying, there's another word. Oh, stop saying that. Uh-huh. And so I'll write it down. I'll write down when I listen to other people's presentation and then I'll put it in the notes that I can see when I present. Mm-hmm. so then I eliminate those words and yeah especially for presentation I do that and especially when people are presenting in my psychology class because they clearly know that nobody knows what they're talking about if they don't explain so when they say oh let's say oh you know that this is talking about growth mindset and fixed mindset right they ask that question, not really, they're not really asking the question. It's just a habit that used. And then I'll be down there and say, no, nobody knows. Explain, please. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so so those things like that, I think from, yeah, to the point I go to my grave, I will keep improving my English. And I will never have that thought of, I am, a, I am perfect in this language. That's yeah, just how I am. For you? Same, yeah, definitely. I still do. Uh, I know, I mean, I do write on a regular basis and I'm constantly critiquing the way that I write. And then I will use, uh, I have an app called Grammarly. Oh, uh, yeah. But it's just, but it's doing it automatically. Well, yeah, but then I, when not, you still have to manually do it, you know? It doesn't change it without you knowing it. And then, so I will constantly use it to better my grammar, and I know what mistakes mm. I make. Like, mm. yeah, I I interchange off and for a lot. I know that mm. something off or something for, I kind of get them mixed up mm. sometimes. And then still in and on sometimes still mm. gets mixed up. And then the <laughs> is my <laughs> biggest thing. Um. Uh. And commas like yeah mm. the placement for commas punctuations punctuations yeah one of the so to be honest i would love to take another grammar class you i think take it from me oh really <laughs> <laughs> my my teacher actually my supervisor actually gave me i think three or four books of how to teach people grammar and oh, how really? to mm-hmm, how to how to get better on grammar because oh when do we start <laughs> <laughs> let's see my schedule <laughs> oh i don't have any i don't have anything <laughs> we can start anytime <laughs> no if you want to i can the thing is i i don't know i just all these years i always tell people just read mm, don't read yeah. broken language so don't don't read sometimes even romance novels they're not in very good writings yeah. and the when i knew i i got better was the the time where i actually picked out better grammar writing authors mm. so i was able to actually 
Know the difference. Pick up. Yeah, know the difference. You remember the book that we read together? Yeah. It was yeah, about it was the, the grass and they, Oh my gosh! Because he is not, he is foreign, foreign speaker. So he is writing in his broken English. And when we were reading it, it was so tough because we just, what the hell is going on? And so, yeah, so that's what I'm talking about. I think reading really just helps. And so I always, I encourage you to read more books. And I encourage myself <laughs> to read more books. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Maybe we should have our book club coming up again. Yeah, <laughs> we've done it for pretty long time yes we did but then we just kind of dropped it because we couldn't find a book we should definitely pick up our book club again yep yep so hopefully you guys learned something today and hopefully you laughed at our <laughs> journey of speaking and learning english and like we say we will always try to perfect it we will always try to improve and i guess what i want to say at the end is don't be afraid when you are learning a second language or third or fourth because mm -hmm. you people are always quite um they're quite happy when they know that you're trying to learn their language and mm -hmm. so don't worry about it just go for it and speak and you can do it yeah <laughs> anything else the, you want to say megan the hardest part of learning a language is just to learn the language you know just mm -hmm. to start to learn a language once you start and once you get out of your fears and just do it it's nothing hard about it it's we are all connected you know and like even though it's a different language you realize that you learn so many different connections between different languages different cultures and stuff exactly it's such a cool yeah. thing you open this whole new world it's completely yeah, yeah it's so amazing <laughs> Here goes the singing again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You do actually open up mm -hmm. a whole new world because you start connecting the different languages. Yeah, English. Yeah. I, when I learned Italian, when you learned Spanish, right? Yeah, it's all. That's why. Oh, they're kind of similar. And then when I learned Korean, it was similar to Chinese. And there's always connections. So that's why. So we're many connections. Yeah. World. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. when I learn Japanese and then uh, watch Japanese dramas and animes, you just mm -hmm. feel like you know them better, you know? You yes. just know what they're talking about without yes. reading the subtitles. It's like, oh, yeah, I know. Like, I have that feeling. <laughs> it's different, you know? Yes. You can't watch a Chinese movie in English. You can't watch an English movie in Chinese, you know? It just, yes. it does. you don't get the feelings. So if you want to yes. deep if you want to dive into a culture, you have to learn a language. Have to. Yeah, definitely. Now I still feel weird if I'm watching anime in the voice of English or in the subtitle. I can't. Yeah, it sucks. It's so weird. I feel like I don't understand either languages anymore. <laughs> when I watch it, I'm like, yeah. am I understanding of what they're talking about? I don't think so. Okay, let me read a subtitle. Um, in the, um, It's not making sense either in English. <laughs> weird yeah if you have any doubts just talk to us <laughs> just listen to this <laughs> podcast listen to this podcast hopefully we encourage you yes till next time